G'day everyone, welcome to our podcast. That's Stab with a little yawn in the background there. Uh, he's done for the week. I'm on. I, are you guys hooked on Facebook Marketplace? Um, something chronic. It's really bad. It is so very good though. Yeah. I love it. Have you purchased things off there yet? Hey, well, I've sold a lot on there. Me I've too. sold a fridge. I've sold when we renovated our kitchen, we pulled all, all the cupboards that yes, came out. We cabinetry. sold the cabinets. Yep. People bought them. But I, I bought a a wardrobe the other week, like an antique style looking one yep. for fifty bucks, painted it white. So now we've got this, you know, everyone's like, oh, that's nice. Yes, that that's from? it. You know, I always heard when you're decorating a home, um, you always have to have a bit of nana factor. That's what makes good decorating. So you have all your, your flashy right. stuff, right? You yeah. can buy yeah. your designer pieces or whatever, but then you always have to have an, an old uh. nana element and oh, that just makes like an old nana in the corner you can have an old <laughs> nana in the corner, or, you, or you can have an old wardrobe an antique piece yeah. something that just sets it off right I've hot never tip <laughs> but i i get on there and i i look at stuff especially when you're renovating you know you just get hooked on whatever mm. should i buy two old wagon wheels for 250 dollars the chocolate or actual yeah. wagon Because <laughs> if it's the chocolate, that's not a good deal. Uh, I don't know that like, they make like wagon, the wagon wheel chocolate, do they? Yeah, they do. Yeah, the right. decorative ones? Yeah, for, I'm thinking Show me. out in the garden. Oh, okay, they're white. They've been whitewashed. Yeah, they've been... But I don't know what, what your house is like. Is it that style? Is it? Is you, it? You've been to my house. Yeah. Like shabby, chic, beautiful, country style, that? It's shabby, yeah. <laughs> um, I think they'd look good in your backyard. In the, yeah, put it in the garden somewhere. Yeah, put flowers around them and stuff. For how much, though? 250 No that, way, Yeah, he's man. dreaming, isn't he? No Depends how way. old they Tell are. him he's dreaming. Might be off a real wagon somewhere. No, that is not. That, that doesn't you, matter. Like 50 bucks for both of them or nothing. 50 bucks a piece. No. They're a wagon wheel. <laughs> they're antique. They're not. All right, what am I, I'm going to reply. I don't particularly. I, I might want them. I don't really Not for 250 gonna, Don't you dare. So it's Amanda. Uh, what do I say when I'm offering her? 50 bucks? That's well, insulting. I mean, uh, it is insulting. It is. Hold on, hold on. I'm <laughs> Come around. <laughs> because okay, when it's, re- when it's real life, look at it all tough before I'm messaging. What does it say in the description? Says, well, a... not accept anything under 250. <laughs> 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 My dead dad gave them to me five years ago. Huge sentimental value. Oh, not much. She goes, oh, shit. What? 250 each or both no. for 400. Nah, not even no. entertaining that. Mm-mm, move move no on to the next. Why would you just buy that? See, this is why I got off Facebook. It makes you angry. <laughs> I want the whole wagon if I'm spending yes, 400 that's right. Oh, that's lovely. Oh, my God. We're, we're doing timber, a... Hello, we're on. We're on. We're doing a I job know. here. A timber arbour. I do want... I do like an arbour. I want an arbour for out the back. I do like an arbour. I like a David arbour. Who's that? I don't know who that is. He's the sheriff from Stranger Things. Oh, oh. yeah. He was, he's a very good character in that, yeah. that series. I haven't watched that. Two, see, this good. is it. The Timber Arbor for two fifty, and look at that. That's worth two fifty. That's good. Now we're talking. Do you know what would really set that off? Two wagon wheels. <laughs> Such a jerk. Such a jerk. <laughs> You're a jerk with the face of a jerk. Okay, offer them one seventy five. Yes. Yes. Terrible Simpsons. One seventy. You go. You go low. Don't you? You've got to go. It's Facebook Marketplace. It's not David Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Mind you, pickups in Mount Tambourine. Oh, oh added factor no. of difficulty. Yeah, nah, that's yeah, no, that's terrible. 
Anyway, Facebook Marketplace. Look at that. Uh-huh. That was that was good fun. We did well there, guys. We really did. Uh-huh. We've left. We've walked away on top. <laughs> I would, yeah. You would what? Yeah. I would. Su- I would suggest everybody try try go a week without getting on Facebook. It'll change your life. Then what will we do? Not cause civil wars in Myanmar. Then what will News.com do? If they've got nothing to report on. Some actual journalism. <laughs> You're not even a real journalism. <laughs> I need that grad. That was from the WWE, wasn't it? I don't know. Anyway, you've either left by now <laughs> or you like just play the stupid podcast. Here it is. Stab, Abby and Matt. Oh, yes. Get some of that in you. Can you feel that? Do you both feel it? I feel Friday. Oh, Friday. Oh, how good, yes. guys. Yes. Friday always touches the sides. Never are you empty on a Friday. <laughs> Uh, yep. Yeah. yeah. I like Thursday. <laughs> Why? Why is that? The anticipation of Friday? Oh, Friday. Yeah. Oh, Friday Eve. Yeah, it's yeah. like Christmas Eve. There's always more excitement in Christmas Eve than actual Christmas Day. That's true. Because in the, the Christmas morning is great. Once the presents oh, arrive, it's so it's, fast. Yeah. yeah. All over Red Rover. But yeah. the nap in the afternoon on Christmas Day is delightful, is it not? Tis. Look, I don't know because, as I said yesterday, I'm hosting, so yeah. there will be no nap for this little yeah, lady over there. No, I doubt it, Maddie. You, get re- you know what you do? You just get really drunk, so you get forced into napping. Yeah. You know, I'm really good at being a martyr, so I'm just going to milk this. That's because you're a woman. I am going to ask for so much sympathy from everybody until Christmas uh, season is over. Fair enough. Why do chicks do that? Why, when there's something they don't want to do that they know is going to upset them. Yeah. Why do they Why do we still yes? agree and say yes? For that false feeling of superiority. I think you've nailed that on the head. <laughs> yes, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, yes, that is precisely why we say yes, because then I can hold it yep. over yeah. everybody's yeah. head yeah. Yep. for well, the whole year. We're going through that at the moment. Like, it's that time of the year where there's something on every day of every weekend yes. or yep. whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I got real cranky. I said, stop booking in my time for everything all the time, because what she'll do, she agrees to stuff and then tells me how stressed out and busy she is. Mm. Yeah. I said to her, babe, say no. There's yeah. something that women uh, do really, really... Well, it's actually a tip that I live by. Current Lees is going to hate future Lees. Oh, my God, you two are meant to be together. Do you know? He's been talking about that for years. There is this theory. Yeah. So yeah. you have to, when someone says, can you help me out with this, you can either say, I'm at capacity right now... Mm. Or you really stop and think, how is future Lee's or how is future Maddie going to feel when that day rolls around? My favourite, and it's your work, by the way. Just want to let you know that I've I've been teaching Abby that for a long time. Mm. It's a little bit of a shorter time span, but have you seen that photo that goes around on the internet with um, Steve? And it's so- Sober Steve has written Drunk Steve a note. And it's like Sober Steve says, drink a glass of water before going <laughs> yeah, to bed. Yeah. And then Drunk Steve's written underneath, shut the hell up, Sober <laughs> Steve. You're such a pussy. I'll do what I want. P.S. Tell Hangover Steve he's a Nancy boy. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. That don't impress me so much. No, no, no. Maybe we've been too too strict. Only one person trying to impress us this morning. We're used to getting lots of calls lots for these of tickets. Calls. Yeah. I mean, we love hearing your stories trying to impress us. And to be honest, I've been impressed by most of them, guys. You are very easily impressed. Easily impressed. Yeah. I love Get it. Get off yarn. the fence, please. Come no, on. I'm not. Okay, you might see it that way, but I just think, <laughs> you know, the people of Brisbane have some amazing yarns to tell. You know what? 
I think it's time for her to step it up today. Uh-huh. She I is don't want the to sole decide. judge. She's the sole <laughs> judge. Sole judge. No, okay. Guys, I'm going to give it to. Can we give them to everyone? No. Do no. we have that the capacity to no. do that? Depends. Make it happen. How much Maddie? is on your Amex? <laughs> I don't have an Amex. <laughs> don't you? No. Neither do I. Double the points. I don't have a credit card. <gasps> Gas. Oh, cash only, hey? No, I just hey, I someone's can't doing do. well. No, no, it's not that. <laughs> and guys, I give myself a fifty dollar, um, fifty dollar a week spending money. I'm tired. Oh, really? Ass. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, all you got to do is <laughs> you got to tell. Yeah, look. That, that is impressive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, tell us your impressive story. If you impress Lee's, you go to Shania Twain. She's coming to Australia for the first time in 20 years. The Entertainment Centre, December 5 and 6. Only 99 bucks. LiveNation.com.au to buy tickets. All right, do it. Impress Lee's March. What's your story? Hey, mate, when I was about 10 years old at the uh, after-school centre, I was trying to impress everyone else there. And um, I went to do a Mickey flip off this sort of rock wall so you, where you run forwards and do a backflip. Yep, yep. And I've, I've caught me forehead on the shade cloth there and whacked the back of my head on the rock wall and got 15 stitches. Oh, 15, that's a lot. And the head bleeds a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, and it was one of those ones where you get up and everyone's just shocked. <laughs> yeah. like, what, what, what? Yeah. what? And then it fell for, oh, yep, that's red hand, that's yeah. blood. Yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't hurt until you see the blood and then you're like, ah. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Dylan, it is good. It is good, but I'm going to tell you it's a bit early in the morning for me. Right, okay. dealing with blood. Can right. I be done hard? Yeah. I'm prepared for Donna. Donna from Burp and Gary, give me your, your story and let's hope it impresses me. Okay, um, I've had a sore foot for probably, I don't know, three years or something like that, and um, I had x-rays and I've got an extra bone in my foot. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> okay. It's uh, apparently taken on the x-rays and everything. I went to the podiatrist and they took the x-rays and they put it around all the students um, Queensland-wide, you know, the picture of my x-ray. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're yeah. in a medical because book, it's huh? it's unusual. Yeah. I am. Oh. Do they know what yeah. it is? No, they just said that I was born with it, born oh. with the extra bone. Okay, a, a medical anom- anomaly. So the story is impressive, but yeah. the telling was just so matter of yeah. fact. Yes, I mean, really, there was no spice on it. There, you're not yeah. impressed. I, I, I'm prepared to go to Brenton from Helen's Vale, who's our next oh, caller. God. In Donna, brackets, she's not impressed. Donna, I mean, oh, sorry, God. Oh, I hate this. Brenton. Yes, yeah, so my grandmother always used to have dreams. She would be standing in a cemetery crying over a coffin. Never made sense of it, never thought anything about it. Unfortunately, my uncle passed in a car accident. Uh-huh. The very next night, he came to her and he said, it was me, you were crying over all the time, Mum. Uh-huh. And he stood beside her and come out of the coffin. He said, it was always me. Oh, that's hectic. What do you think? Oh, God. <laughs> Brenton, I was, yeah. I mean, it's, that's so sad. <laughs> oh, it's sad, but uh, my grandma took it as a positive. It, it, yeah. You know, at least yeah. she understood it then. Yeah. <sighs> what do you think? I'm, I'm passing, I'm passing on Brenton. See, now you've given me the power, <laughs> really? you idiot. Now you've given me the power and I just can't. I need more. Poor dude I lost need... his uncle. Don't want to give him tickets. <laughs> hey, Emily, you're on the air. <laughs> Hi, how are you going? Emily, this better be good because I don't, have, I don't have any more of this in me, I'm telling you. What do you got for okay, us? Okay, my story is I got chased by a goat, so I jumped a seven-foot fence and I broke my leg. Yes, yes! 
Yes, Queen, you've got it. <laughs> Anything with a goat, you had me a goat. There you go. Yeah, let's be honest, Emily, at that point of the game, you could have said, I just yeah. painted my wall and I'm watching it dry right now. No, look, I, I, I have a fondness for, for goats. goats. I okay. do. Um, it's I've, hard to judge people, I isn't it? That, it? Yeah, it is It is very tough. I've, <laughs> just admit it. You feel bad, but feel if something's bad. not good, it's not good. And that's just the ways it is. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Ho, ho, ho. Hello, everyone. Santa here, and this is my hotline. Ho, ho. I've always wanted one of those. Three eight three seven one two three four. We're going to check in with Santa's messages in just a second, but we've got to remind everyone it's R&B Friday today, but Christmas Day on Monday. <laughs> yes, and tomorrow marks the first day of December, and I think Santa's threat line is going to go... Off. Yeah, it's going to arc up in yeah, the next couple of weeks. Yeah, it's starting. Countdown yeah. is on, kids. Monday, of course, Christmas Day, we're playing nothing but Christmas songs Yay. for the entire show because you be wanted it, Brisbane. You commented all over Facebook. You begged for uh-huh. it. You frothed for it. You gagged for it. All right. <laughs> and Stab's going to perform. Feliz Navidad. Yes. Feliz Navidad. Which we need to discuss very shortly on how that performance is going to play out because I'm not happy with what I've heard. <laughs> yeah, we have parameters to put in place. That's right. For him. You're 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 well, agreeing with. I'm on board yeah, with yeah. you, Maddie. It's my hey. oh, yep. He's the musician, though. In, in 20 you. minutes, we will tell the artist, the management team, <laughs> Maddie and Lees, will tell the artist what to do. Okay. Uh, but let's check in Santa's threat line. Uh, who has been naughty? If you want to ring and tell Santa, 38371234, this is what we've got. Ho, 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 ho. Thanks for calling Santa's hotline. Hi, Santa. I have two naughty little girls here. Jayla and Alira. They said they're going to try and be good. Hi, Santa. Jax has just put his motorbike in the swimming pool. If he doesn't get it out, cancel Christmas. You're in trouble too, Nate. Hi, Santa. This is Lexi's mum. I just want to let you know that she won't clean up her mess and she keeps opening the garage door. So I don't think she wants Christmas presents this year. No, she doesn't want Christmas presents. Thanks, Santa. Bye. Hi, Santa. It's Brad from Griffin. Jade and Olivia have been very, very naughty this afternoon and won't let their very pregnant mummy sleep. I don't think they should get presents this year. Jade, can you come say sorry to Santa? You can let mummy sleep? I'll call back if they don't let her sleep. Santa, I got two boys here and they are being very naughty. No, Nick, And they don't need any presents this year. I don't. I want to be naughty. I do. I want to be naughty. Can you please put them on the naughty list? I'm not being naughty, Santa. I'm not being naughty, Santa. Please make sure they don't get any presents. No, I am not being naughty, Santa. Hi, Santa. I have a little boy here called Oliver Marshall, and he's been really naughty. So please, this year, I want you to take away two more presents from him. Okay, Santa, I'll call you next time he's being naughty. Bye. Okay, he wants no presents now. 
Hi, Santa. I'm calling because Lewis isn't being very friendly to his friend Myla, and he's actually asked Myla to go home. So what Lewis needs to do is say sorry to Santa if he still wants to be on the good list. Do you want to be on the good list, Lewis? Okay, Santa, we might have to call you back tomorrow for an apology. Thank you. Hi, Santa. I'm Christian Jose's mom. He's refusing to listen. He's trying to close my mouth. So I don't, I don't tell you not to bring any presents. And he's covering, covering my mouth. So I don't tell you. Please put him on the naughty list. No presents, no Christian. No presents. You have anything to add to Santa? Abby and Matt on Hit 105. On the living room, Barry has your weekend sorted. Yeah, Barry from the living room, 7.30 tonight on 10. I want to make sure I say it right. Barry Dubois? Thanks, perfect. How are you? Ah, Mr. Dubois, welcome to the show. Did people, did people call you Mr. Dubois? No, 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 well, sometimes I do, uh, sometimes I do, the headmaster at my kids' school does. So. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy, the living room on Channel 10, it's one of the highest rating shows, one Logies, it's the little sh- little show that could, uh, everyone watches uh, on, on a Friday night. Did you think it was going to be as big as it was when they signed you up? I, I was interested, uh, we, the four of us sat down together, I'd met Amanda once and I knew Chris was, I didn't know who Miguel was, but. And the second we sort of sat down together, we were instant friends. Uh, Amanda says we're going to get like a pot of dolphins. Uh, <laughs> but, um, uh, you know, so we've been friends ever since. And I don't know, we, we, we just do that. And, and I think that's a really relaxed um, environment to have um, to, to in your home on a Friday night. And I think everybody that watches it feels a part of it. So it's just a good show, whether it's the biggest or whether it's uh, one of the most logies, whatever it is, it's... Enjoyable way to finish the week, I reckon. Barry, you're one of my favorite. Well, you are my favorite on the show. Good I'm going to tell you that. Um, and I'll tell you why you're my favorite because you're not a TV guy, are you? You have quite an interesting story as to how you you got the gig on the show. But I, I just love how natural you are and how you, you, you're not that real TV guy. Yeah, it's interesting. When they asked me to do TV, I, 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 I wasn't keen. I wasn't keen at all. I was a bit skeptical of TV, and I said, "No, no, you guys have." have ruined it for designers and builders because uh, we don't, we're not your boys that put treated pine posts in holes and fill them up with ready mix every weekend uh, <laughs> uh, and, and do bathrooms in three hours. And uh, so I said, if I'm going to do it, I want to do it my way. And, um, you know, it's been fun. And, uh, and Miguel's been the same, though. I mean, Miguel is exactly the same as me. We're, we're experts that uh, came on TV. We're not, we're not uh, experts that became experts because they're on TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But could you could you chat to someone and, and just do do everyone a solid and get subtitles for Miguel, please? Oh, oh no, <laughs> that's cruel. He's. Uh, I'll give you a tip with Miguel. Yeah, he's. He's to me he's one of the most beautiful human beings on earth. He's a lovely guy. A lot. Uh, uh, he's difficult to understand sometimes. But if you take out any negativity that you could possibly think of in your vocabulary, 
that cuts out half of what you could say. And he only says good things. <laughs> That's true. So, yeah. That's you know, true. He, he only says good things. So if you're looking for a good thing and then turn it into a bit of a <laughs> funny Spanish accent, there you go. <laughs> you'll get it. Uh, you'll probably pick up what he's trying to say. How, um, how are you going, mate? We've seen very publicly, you've been honest with your viewers, with your second round of battling with cancer. How's that with... Um... Yeah, I'm, I'm doing my best. Uh, I, I, I invest pretty heavily every day in saying it's going to be the best day I've ever had. Tomorrow, the only thing that's going to be better will be tomorrow. So, yeah. you know, I'm not interested in talking... Uh, not talking, I'll talk about anything. But, you know, I don't invest in a bad thought. So if you ask me how I'm going, I'm always going to say I'm going great because I'm here. Yeah, right. Uh, I've got a beautiful it. family. I'm talking to some really lovely people and I work with amazing people. So it's a great life. Have you found, though, that there's other people who are living with cancer who get strength in your story of you sharing? Well, it's one of the reasons, I mean, Amanda and myself talked about it at length uh, and we said, you know what, if anybody, if any team can uh, help some people along, it's us. So that's why we decided to share my journey. And we knew that I've got, I live in the eastern suburbs of Sydney. Uh, I'm, I'm a, and surrounded by great people. So I had a lot of support. There was no doubt about that, that I've got a do as good as you can do and I've got a good um, good attitude so we thought if we share what I know and uh, and Miguel came in on that as well and so as Chris we could share that with the people that might be out in Townsville single mums yeah. you know there's single mums out there with breast cancer right now trying to get two kids to school yeah. I mean, it's, it's tough as hell for them so I wanted to share all those little things that were working for me and that's why we shared this story yeah. And just lastly, how do I get on the show? I've got a back fence that needs fixing and I want to get it done for free. How do I get you over with a couple of cameras? And I'm glad you asked that question. We're always looking for people. Nothing for free. Uh, we, we, this isn't a is no charity as such. You do pay a little bit of money for whatever happens. Do you? Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Because... You know, like we do these big renovations. We, it's not always for, for needy people, but these are what we try and do is share knowledge, share yeah. our knowledge with, you know, five or six hundred thousand people every week. Mm. So I can't just be going and building a new kitchen for everybody that uh, asks for one. Sure, so you can, Bazza. There's different, there's different <laughs> categories. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's small amounts of money that you pay. If you see me in Bunnings and I take you home, yeah. that's that, the best. That's free. And uh, back fence, if you meet me in Bunnings up there uh, somewhere and uh, say you've got a back fence that needs, uh, needs fixing, maybe you and me will get on that one. That part, that, that part's for free. Yeah. Right. All right. There well, you go. Oxley, mate, uh, Saturday, <laughs> we've got to be there at 7 a.m. because it gets busy. Um, yeah. So Blunder Road. Well, uh, Bunnings. That's what you do. Just tell your Bunnings uh, manager that you want Dave to come in and take you home and he'll arrange it. <laughs> All right. Good to know. Good on you, buddy. There he's Barry from the living room. Check it out. 7.30 tonight on 10. It's all about Christmas. Nice to talk to you, mate. Thanks, Barry. Lovely, guys. Thanks for having me Bye. Take care. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Can you make a hotline ring? Can ask us anything. Over to you, Brizzy. 13, 10, 60. Let's have a chat. Anything that's on your mind this morning. Anything? Mm. Anything at all. Oh, you want to discuss it now? Like, yes. Do you want to discuss it now? Well, Lees and I are on the management team of Stav Davidson. Don't know how that happened. Self-appointed. Yep. That's right. The, and that's fine. Oh, that is. Everyone knows that this show is a dictatorship. When and you've learned quickly. When you're as talented as Stav, people rush to be your manager. That's, that's right. So <coughs> you should feel honoured. I've never actually asked you, what did you think about my song? I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you? You went, you went way too high there. <laughs> 
So, <laughs> way too high. Because <laughs> Monday, you guys voted. We put it on online. Should we do for the first Monday of December, play nothing but Christmas songs? And we are. This Monday, it is happening. Um, over 3,000 comments on uh, Facebook decided it. My favourite Christmas song is... This one here. By Jose... What's his last name? Jose Ferreira. Ferreira. Yes. Yes. Feliciano. Jose Feliciano. He's a great guitarist. He's blind. Really? Is yeah, he? Yeah. And for people who don't know, because our, one of our producers didn't know, Feliz Navidad means Merry Christmas in Spanish. That's right. And <laughs> this is where he kicks in here, see? I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Now, beautiful. Part of this is Stav didn't want there to be a Christmas day on Monday. So he is going to perform that song uh, on the show. Now, you want to do it completely live. Yeah. I want you to pre-record it in the studio so it sounds good. If I do it live, it'll sound good. But what about the drums? I don't think we... I Look, I'm going to... Uh, this is a big call. I don't think we need drums, Matty. Because if he's using his guitar, it's yeah. going to be a beautiful acoustic rendition. You're fine. Um, <laughs> I want to... <laughs> but then also we've got Keith Urban who sang a little bit and I feel like Keith mm-hmm. Urban should feature. Feliz Navidad. Nah, he's in the wrong key. Feliz Navidad. Nah, it's not much chop. You sing it. <laughs> Feliz Navidad. Yes, Feliz yes. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. I'm Feliz down there. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. That is going to sound awesome. 131060, the people decide. Do you want it fully live with just an acoustic or do you want Stav to go into the studio? We add in Keith Urban. Feliz Navidad. And it gets performed the way it's meant Feliz to. Feliz Navidad. See? With maracas. Yes. And... A bit of a snare drum. Is that what they call You came back around. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Monday is Christmas Day. Not technically. On our show. Yeah. That's right. Three hours of Christmas music. You guys voted and it, it, it's happening. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be something. It's going to be fun. Don't pretend that you're not going to be giddy on the inside. <laughs> hey? Sitting there all, no, this sucks. But on the inside, you're like, woo Oh, you got me pegged. <laughs> <laughs> now, part of this with you voting, getting our 3,000 comments on Facebook, means that Stav gets to perform my favourite Christmas Feliz song. Navidad. Navidad. Uh, I want him to do it Feliz recorded Navidad. in the studio because Keith Urban could feature on it because he gave us this. Feliz Navidad. Uh-huh. And you want to do it completely live. Yes. Old school. I'm a man of integrity. I nah. don't want any auto-tuning faffing around with my natural voice. What about a Grammy Award winning Keith Urban? Feliz Navidad. Yeah, he's all right. He got by on looks. Let's ask. Let, let's. We've got callers that are lined up here to tell us whether they want you to do it live okay. or recorded. Layla in Moray Field, what do you say? Live. Oh, thank you, Layla. What yes. about Keith Urban, Layla? Layla. Layla. Oh, sorry, Layla. What, sorry, Layla. What about Keith Urban then? If he does it live, Keith Urban won't be on the song. I know you want to have. No, I want Stav. Tell your oh, mum, thank you yeah. very much. Yeah, yeah, do you? <laughs> Sounds like mum's got a gun. Yeah, I can throw Keith Urban in still live. Oh, well, I'm going to sit here and click the button. Oh, what a nightmare. <laughs> Feliz Navidad. Yes. All right, Who's Colleen, help, no, help Kate, us sort Caitlin. this out. Caitlin. Oh, Caitlin, Caitlin, sorry. 
My Caitlin, bad. live or recorded? What, what's your preference? You guys got to do it recorded because you can't do it without the maracas. Yep, that's right. I'm I can a... do maracas live <laughs> whilst playing guitar. You're, you're good, but you're not that good, Stav. Thanks, Caitlin. Do you know how many women I've heard that from? <laughs> None. Uh, yeah, right. Colleen. Hello. Hey, Colleen. Live or recorded? What's your preference Look, for Stav? I don't normally go with Maddie, but I got to this time. Uh-huh. You've got to get those maracas and everything in. Sorry, Stav. Recorded cool. it is, <laughs> Colleen. All right. Well, you're winning. Cam and Roth- Rothwell, what do you think? How should I do this song? Oh, mate, it's got to be recorded. Eh? If you're going to have a good stab, you might as well be a good one. Yeah. Okay. As the old saying goes. Britney Spears mimes all of her Vegas shows, and they are sellouts. So <laughs> So is she. <laughs> <laughs> what? Making millions of dollars? Oh, my God. Beck and Banyo. Should I do this Hello. recorded or live? I think I know the answer, but what do you reckon? <laughs> Now I'm with Maddie. I want full throttle. I want Moroccan, drums, Sanderson, sombrero, covered in tinsel. Let's go all out. Wow. Bex just, like, upped the ante on this. She wants him in a costume, too. You can't hide, though. We want it all. Yeah. All right. Renit, morning. Oh, morning. Uh, What do you think? Live or recorded with Keith Urban? Hey, Matt, I'm sorry I'm going to back you out of this one, but I think Stav should go live. Oh, Thank you, he's, mate. Stav, Stav is awesome, and who's Keith Irwin, mate? Stav, Stav Davidson all the way. Thank you, Renee. <laughs> Thank you, my friend. All right, uh, here we go. You're going to have to get a live here to save you. Tanil. No, it's going to have to be recorded, Stav. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes! All right. What does the captain yeah, say? It's more festive. It's going to be more exciting. Just you need that. Yeah, no, all festive, recorded. You need it. Do it. So, so wait, so wait. If I record it, am I yeah. recording all the other things as Elements. well? Yes, you are. Like, do I need oh, a yeah, band? Yeah. Hey, well. But I want, I, no, I want a video as well. I want to see you dancing. I want to see you dressed up. I just, Santa Claus, you've just got to do it. This just sounds... commit to it. This might not be on Monday. Hang on a second. For someone for someone who said... It's actually musically better. Their song is musically better than Peter Andre. You're yeah. asking a lot of questions on what you should do with this song. That song was just played live with me and my guitar, the way music's meant to be. No, it was completely pre-recorded and we loaded it up to iTunes. <laughs> Get in the studio, lady. 80% of callers said, you've got to record this. Oh, yeah! It's happening Monday at Hit 105. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. That kid that fell out of the tree, you know, he just wasn't in it. I was busier than a one-armed bricklayer in Baghdad, mate. What a hit from Cummins. Uh, we love this bloke, the love honey him. badger, Nick Cummins on the air. Good morning, legend. G'day, guys. How are we? Mate, we're good. Great. Long time no talk. Mate, it's been a while, but, um, you know, we've remedied that. What's the What's the G.O.? Uh, we're just enjoying your book, The Honey Badger's Guide to a Life, which is available right now. Yeah, mate, it's buddy. It's out there, it's on the shelves, and I'll tell you what, I think it's it's probably uh, necessary these days. I mean, it's only, it came about because of seeing these uh, young blokes out there today struggling a little bit, and um, I thought if I could help them out, because they seem to come up to me in, uh, in, in the park and also on Instagram as well. So, yeah, I thought if I could, you know, part some uh, my experiences on them, and maybe it might help. Nick, I have two boys, uh, nine and five. I mean, look, the nine-year-old's a really good reader, but I might keep this one tucked away for a couple of years. I reckon it's a great read. Um, You've got really good stuff in here, like the eight Bs of a modern man, and I think there's some some really important advice here for for young men and and even young boys. Would you say it's a good read for teenagers even? Mate, absolutely, absolutely. I I think... 
for myself, I've been through like, what the young man goes through, and, and especially that, that sort of connection between father and son, and and between mate to mate. You know, we don't often express our feelings all that often, and you, you can see it now in, in you know the suicide rate the way it is. You, yeah. you see, blokes don't know how to express themselves, and they feel like they're being a what were they. You know, they call oh you're you're a bitch or you're a pussy or you're whatever you, whatever that people say these days when you do show emotion. Yeah. Um, which those those words are, they're just silly silly things and it, and it takes more of a man to uh, to open up and have the courage to do that. And I suppose if I can can do it and um, you know on a, on a big scale in front of a lot of people. Hopefully that should give young blokes the confidence to do the same. One of the chapters is called The Badger's Guide to the Bedroom and Courage. Uh, what is <laughs> what's, what's that one about? <laughs> oh, mate, I mean, this is the thing. Like, it, it's, not, it's not in a distasteful way at all. It's, uh, it's more about gaining the confidence uh, to you know, approach a woman, to um, be honest with her. And, and also, there, there are a few, a few things you, you, you can do that can really set you up. So but when you are in, in, the, in the heat of it, you, um, you, yeah, everyone, everyone's uh, having a good time. And, and you know, you get, you, you, obviously, it's hard. people can take it the wrong way. But, mate, every bloke needs to, um, needs to learn from, from others. Come on, Nick. I, I actually have a 16-year-old son. Yeah. And, you know, it's no secret at that age. You only think about one thing. Mm. And I'm constantly having that conversation with him that I'm saying, you know, you need to be kind to girls. You need to always ask them how are they going. Don't always pressure on that. What a Nick Cummins. If I sat you down with my 16-year-old son and said, I need you to sort this out, honey badger, how would the conversation go? Well, what seems to be, what's the whole problem? Is there a problem or is it just... No problem. It's just... He's just 16. Yes, exactly. (laughs) You remember being 16 trying to get through all of that. Well, I'd, I'd say let let it um, flush itself out. Let, let him step it out because that's that's the crucial part to all this. If when we stop kids from from learning naturally, then we're, we're just holding back their growth because that's where they become that person who's able to pass on that knowledge to the next bloke. You know, if if they're hidden from, like you say, oh, don't ride a bike, you might fall off. Yeah. You know, well, what happens? You, you never bloody learn to ride a bike, and you live your life in fear. You know, you've got to get out there and just and make a few stacks. And I think when boys boys get out there and they they try these, so they might like a girl, but then they might run around and push her over because that's their effect way of showing that they're you yeah. know, they like it. Yeah, you yeah. know, let them get in there and balls a few things up. Nick, talking about getting back on the bike, I think we yeah. need more of you on TV. When are you going to return to our telly screens? <laughs> Actually, um, I've been filming this, I uh, just finished uh, last month, it was at National Geographic, and uh, it's called Meanwhile in Australia, and we, we burn around from uh, the Whit Sundays up to Cape Trib and we catch up with some cracking Aussies and, and do some awesome you know, touristy things along the way, riding horses to bloody helicopters and... Well, not riding a helicopter, but riding it. Heaps of cool stuff. And I, I think it's about connecting with other Australians. And I think doing that, for me, I, I feel it gives me great joy to know that there are still Australians out there, you know. Mm. Now, there is, of course, a chapter in there in the book, because we've read over it, The Badger versus The Bachelor. What, what can people expect out of that chapter? Oh, I mean, it shows. There's, there's, we do have two worlds that, uh, that that we live in, and sometimes we're, we're uh, <laughs> got to be careful here, forced <laughs> to um, for, forced to be something maybe that we we're not fully ourselves. And yeah. um, even though you, you you do your best, you kick and scream to uh, to do that. But yeah, it just shows it shows that the difference, you know. And I suppose well, like towing the line in a sense, um, which is. Never something you really want to do. You want to be completely 100% honest, and and it is. But it's it's sort of showing how a bloke 
a bloke today, like say the, the, the badger for me, I'm, I'm more pretty outgoing, just rip into it, have a crack. But then you've got the, the bachelor and, and this world um, where you, sometimes you've got you got to alter your your normal behaviours to yeah. to yeah. fit into a, a genre and and that's that can be soul destroying sometimes and I suppose this is a little indication of how what it does to you and and how to to stop it from happening. I, I just want to say on that whole thing because I know you've talked about it a lot. I respected your decision. <clears throat> Excuse me. At the end of it, I went. You, the right decision was made from you, and I reckon you rather than cause heartbreak down the track, what you did was the most respectful thing. Mate, yeah, I mean, that's that's one thing that this goes through um, to these young blokes. I hope it does. I, I hope they see that sometimes you've got to stand for something or you'll, you'll fall for anything. You know, I I, uh, I risked my, uh, my, my job at 15 years old uh, for, at Woolworths at checkout counter there because I, I didn't want to wear some bloody reindeer antlers. I thought it was, uh, <laughs> you know. That's fair enough. That's fair <laughs> it enough. It was just one of those things at the yeah. time, you know. Yeah. I, I had a reputation to uphold. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. And uh, I thought oh, she told me to do it. She goes, if she's not, if you're not, if I'm not back, and you're and you're, you know, not wearing that thing in five minutes' time, you're you're getting sent to the uh, manager's office, and you're done. And I was like, righto. <laughs> anyway, I, I stared at these bloody antlers, and I just couldn't do it. And I said, you know what? She comes back, and she goes, they're not on. And I said, stand for something or fall for anything. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, what did your old man say when you went home and said I got sacked because I wouldn't wear the antlers? <laughs> well, that's the thing. I, I thought I said, Dad, I'm done. I think I'm I'm done. I go, she told me I'm I'm gone, and, I, and he goes, Yeah, he goes, Oh, well, at least you, buddy. You know, you stood for something you believed in. Anyway, I went back there and um, I just finished off my last shift, and it was good to go. She she buddy got shut down, and huh? it was all good. I, was, I kept my job. Hey, there you go. Hey, Everything yes. comes up coming to the end. <laughs> <laughs> That's mate, it, mate. It's a really good book, and this one. Buy it for the boys, or even for the girls. They'll really enjoy it too for Christmas. The Honey Badger Guide to Life. It's available right now. Uh, mate, we love you. Always love having you on the show. Thanks for calling us this morning. Good on you guys. Have a Merry Christmas. Good on you, you too, too, buddy. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Hey, Alpha Bucks, we're going to play Monday. It is our guarantee week, by the way. We yeah. guarantee $10,000 will go off. We're going to play easy questions. We're going to play questions it's that have been won before. Your letter at 8 a.m. on... Um, Monday? Yeah, Monday. It's going to be the... Third. No, 30 days have September, Third. April, June and Third. November. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Third of December. Third of December. <laughs> you could see me singing that, couldn't yes. you? Your letter is F. As you know, Ab's had a beautiful baby boy. Yeah. Which I confirmed yesterday when I went to visit her. Oh, finally. Yeah, so you saw... No, I didn't change a nappy, but you can tell it's a boy. A little Coca-Cola? Yeah. How, How cute del- is that baby? Delicious. Yeah. Sm- you know when you first get handed a brand new oh. baby uh-huh. and you smell it? Mm. That smell uh-huh. of like a mixture of vomit and baby <laughs> powder and... You know, I, I think I read somewhere that babies have that delicious smell. It, it, it's it's set up that way by nature so uh. that you have that instant attraction to like, oh, my God, I've got to protect this thing. Uh. The smell is there for a reason. Right. They also yes. look like the father more when they birth things so that we don't eat them. Yes. Really? Yes, uh-huh. it goes all the way back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's Interesting crazy. stuff. Do you guys get... That when you see a new baby, though, yeah. do you like get that feeling of I want another oh, one? God. No. no God, no. <laughs> 
Maddie. Really? No, Straight answer. Maddie. Hard no. Come on now. No. You're not. You're, you're not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you're a sucker. You people, come on, no. I mean, you people, you people, you mean, you breeders, people? that's who I'm talking about. Breeders. Uh, new babies are amazing. Oh, I, do, I mean, the, it, the wonder yes. of them and the yes. wonder of holding something. Oh, but and then I, handing them back. And handing them back because my, my sister in law just had her third beautiful little newborn as well. And I just look at that baby girl and I'm like, oh, my God. I almost cherish it more than my own because I can hand it back. Yes, handing back's the best part. Well, I, you know, I've been saying I'm getting a vasectomy for a long time, but yes. it, it has not happened. And then yesterday after visiting Abby and mm. the koa slept on my chest for a half an hour while I was there. Yeah. And I went home to my beautiful wife, who's now on the phone. And what did I say to you, babe? Are you sure we're done? Oh, Are you Esther. sure? Yes, help me. <laughs> I'm here for you, sister. Yeah. How do you feel about it, though? Do you feel that you're uh, done, Esther? I feel done, yeah. but okay. I'm also weak. Like, I'm like no, him. No. I love kids. No. But, so, <laughs> yeah, no, I, look, I, I am actually done. When I think about it, yeah. I feel in pain. Yeah, like, right. Not physical pain <laughs> like that hurts, but... <laughs> Physical pain, like, oh, if he's that not, would be awful. If he's not done, does it have to be with you? <laughs> well, exactly. I mean, he's he's young enough that he could have a whole other family in the future. <laughs> I can't afford that, babe. You know that. <laughs> it's a really hard, like, I... I think I am. Obviously, I'm. we've got three kids, yeah. and we made the decision we don't want anymore. But don't you just get the feeling, like, you like one They're more. like a drug, babies. They yeah. are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're addictive. And, and look how drug addicts end up. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And, and that is exactly how people look when they've had too many kids. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. A shell of the former selves, bags yes. under their eyes, their teeth yes. are falling mm-hmm. out. Esther, yeah. mm-hmm. I think you're in dangerous territory here. I think I think what we I need know. to do, what we need to do, is neuter your husband yeah. ASAP. Mm. Okay, we need to book him in. I'm prepared to help you. I I know a good, good. I know a good doctor because I. Yes. Yeah, we, we, we're done in our family and we've taken the steps. Uh-huh. She stood at the bottom of the stairs with a kitchen knife and said to Dane, "You either go now or I do it." <laughs> no, he was. Well, he, he, go for it. No, you go. <laughs> Someone's got to talk. You talk, babe. Don't be polite. Get in there, babe. <laughs> no, I was just going to say um, that uh, when you had your leg operation, your last one, I was trying to convince you to get it done in the operation because I was so desperate yeah. for it to happen. Hey, yeah. actually, it's a good point that you bring up, Esther, because I've been sitting on this one for a while. We did actually get that done to you while you were getting your uh, your leg done. So. <laughs> Ta-da! Ta-da! So go home, have unprotected sex. (laughs) (laughs) No. Oh, hang on. Imagine that in nine months' time. (laughs) Eh, gotcha! (laughs) All right, babe. No more. No more? No more. No more. I don't think. Oh, Oh, God! God. (laughs) Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. 8.30 here at Hit 105. Guys, big milestone in our family yesterday, last night. Our youngest, Maxim, graduated. Oh, wow. Not from high school. (laughs) From kindergarten. Someone's had a lot of Botox. (laughs) (laughs) From kindergarten. He's graduated kindergarten, which is a thing these days. Like, they go all out with the black cloaks and the this and the that. They look so cute, don't they? When little people are in 
big people clothes. It's just adorable. Yeah, it is, it's not it the is same the other cute. way around, though, is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> it also marks the end of paying exorbitant daycare fees, which oh. is also something to be celebrated. Yay. I know yeah. other parents out there will be feeling me, but I tell you, I'm not a crier. I'm not a very emotional person. Uh. Um, but when babies <laughs> sing songs, that's it, I'm dead. I am right. dead. So they got up there and they've been practising. They've been practising for months. But we didn't know what the song was. All I knew was that Maxie had said to me a few weeks ago and, you know, in his little five-year-old voice, he said, Mummy, we're practising a song. It's always vitamin and C, isn't it? The graduation. <laughs> we no, will still no. be. No, no. Or green day time, if you like. Oh, <laughs> it must be that time of the year. <laughs> rolling that out. He said to me, he said, Mummy, the song that we have to sing, it makes my heart hurt a little bit. Oh. That was how he described it, which was cholesterol's too high. <laughs> <laughs> Got to switch, get him onto the Nutalex. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, that's that's how he described that yeah. that feeling of. He understood that it was a bit sad to be leaving Kindy. Yeah. Anyway, take a listen to the song. It, 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 there's a lot of warbling, <laughs> but uh, it is pretty cute. Is this, you filmed this on your phone. I filmed it on my phone, and and, and it is. It, this is when the tears started for me because it's pretty much they're thanking us uh, for everything we've uh, done. Have you checked? To do you know that thing when you watch show some of the video, but you haven't double checked it? And you can hear yourself talking in the background. Yeah, yeah. That's there up. is a bit of me. Oh, okay. I cannot <laughs> wait. I think so. Here we go. Oh, no, you missed Great, you missed me. That's we perfect. We cut it off. <laughs> but, you know, I, I'm like, damn straight, you're going to thank me for everything I've done, kid. <laughs> like, that Dead. song is bang on. Yeah. Because to get a child from in utero to graduating kindy, yeah. I am popping bottles. Like, yeah. I am, Dane and I high-fiving each other. We were yeah. like, we've, ma- we've gotten another one through. Yes. Yep. Only 12 more years of school to go. Yeah, I know. I know. Yes, thank you for that, Matt. <laughs> He, he loves to bring down. Yeah. He likes to bring know, it down. Just keeping it real, you know? It's exciting. It is exciting. There's a lot. Everyone's graduating kindy at the moment. It started yes. last week. It's it's running through for the next couple of weeks. So Rory's good luck for, to all of you. Rory's repeating prep. Her um, finger painting were all thumbs, apparently, so she's got to go back. Oh, God. <laughs> I was like, I'm not. I'm not sure you should just be. <laughs> this is not just something you go. Oh, my kids repeat. And like, that's a bit, you're such an idiot. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Brisbane's Hit 105, be Friday, Stab, Abby and Matt. Abs is away on maternity leave. The amazing Lee Carlaw filling in. And uh, we're finishing up next Friday. Yes. It's our last day of the year. So yes. we're looking back on some of our favourite moments of the year. And, of course, there was the Could Have Been Legends of Origin where I played and broke my leg. But we forgot about one man who we're going to chat to in just a second. And we're underway with the inaugural Could Have Been, Should Have Been, Could Have Been Cup. <laughs> Legends of Origin. There's a lot of fire in these boys. They look like they've come to play, don't you think? Oh. And we have our first penalty of the match, and it is, of course, Matty Acton that's done that. He was on the man way too long. That's something that he does quite regularly. Oh, yeah, I'm bugging already. How are you guys going? I'm pretty buffed. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> that is, of course, our referee, Tim Mander, who is mic'd up for the, uh, the and game. And at this point, I would presume that he's forgotten. <laughs> Stand up. Off him, off him. There's a chance of a try, uh, but he's yes, and he's thrown it out wide, and there's the try, and there's a try. The first try for New South Wales. 
I got really excited and then I forgot what team I was going for. <laughs> Peter Sterling does that all the time. Manda's blind. Gives me a penalty and lets him knock it on. That's bullshit. So the first try on the board for New South Wales. Come on. Abby on the sidelines, how do you think the game is going so far? Yeah, it's not bad. Cool. <laughs> Two minutes into the game is four to New South Wales, zero to Queensland. Someone said there's KFC after the game. There's KFC at halftime, bro. Matty pretending he's friends with a New South Wales guy because he's much, much bigger than him. He's saying, please don't hurt me. I need to go to work on Monday. Queensland with their first touch. Let's see what they can do with it. And that's a big run from the number seven. He's away. He's away. Too big, too strong, and much, much too fast. He's going to score under. He's got support on his left there. Can he score? He's down. He's down. He's scored. Queensland responding quickly to New South Wales, and now it's four apiece here. I set him up, I set him up. Oh, I'm sore. That was a great run from the number seven. The perfect time to cross over to our captain of Queensland. I just want everyone to have a look at Manda's boots. They're blue. They got 14 on the field. Queensland already getting the excuses in early there, blaming the referee. Oh, no, if anyone's given an excuse, it's my sore groin muscle I pulled warming up. So Queensland are in the lead. It's six Queensland, New South Wales four. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> This is going to be a huge run here. Oh, and a massive hit. Number eight for Queensland. Peter Shea just put down, put in his place. That was a hello, how you doing? Welcome to first grade, sir. Hi, Queensland! Now, here I am on the sidelines with the uh, cheerleaders, uh, normally for professional games. How is this comparing for you? Like, well, the calibre is probably not the same, but it's, it's all right. Let's see what Queensland can do. There's a kick from number six. Queensland are chasing it. There's no one home for New South Wales. And Queensland have picked it up. There was no one there, and he scored right under the uprights. Beautiful. Almost a set play, I would say. That was amazing. Good work, boys. It's quick, it's clean, we got the job done. So we're at 10-4 with a kick to come. Oh, no, Matty Acton is wobbling oh, off God. the pitch. I think he's been injured. Come on, Matty. Matty, what's going on, mate? A uh, little uh, crunch in the ankle. Oh, I don't think it's broken. Do you think you'll be able to get back out onto the field at this stage. I should be right. Get him a chips and gravy and he'll be yeah. back on. 12-4 to Queensland. We're down to the uh, almost the last five minutes of the first half. It's five minutes, boys. Let's hold the ball. Control our play. And Queensland dominating so far. <laughs> Queensland player down. He looks like he's all right. Round of applause Round as he walks up. He's OK. We get the thumbs up. Now, that is Sonny in his spare time. He's also a rapper. Sonny Daly coming off. I think it's a it's a blood rule, too. He's done oh. a nose. Yeah. Oh, it's nothing, brother. It's nothing. It's just a flesh wound. Just a flesh wound. We've got Sonny's mum on the sideline. How do you think he is? Is he going to be OK? Yeah, it'll be fine, mate. He just needs to harden up a bit, doesn't he? It's pouring out of his ass, but I don't care. Get on the field, son. <laughs> As we go to halftime in the inaugural could have been Legends of Origin Cup, Queensland lead 12 to New South Wales. Oh, that's what happens when you get a heap of guys who haven't played football in 10 years on a field. My leg ended up being broken. Yeah. I had two surgeries. We didn't realise at the time, did we? It was just a blip. That's then, right. Yeah. But we didn't really spend enough time on this guy either, I think. Sonny, who was at the end there, who broke his nose. Let's check in with him almost six months later. Sonny, good morning. Yo, 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 Sonny D in the house. <laughs> <laughs> so I was going to ask you how, how you're going. Are you but guys? Yeah, good, good. How is, I'm fine, how's, mate. Yeah, yeah, of course you are. Bounce right back. Yeah, mate, bounce straight back. Um, the nose is straightened up a bit and... 
Yeah, it's looking a bit more normal than it used to be. <laughs> did you did you need to go under the knife or anything like that, or what? Did... No, oh, basically, um, she what she did, she just sat me down. She gave me like a little inhaler on the nose, which absolutely did nothing. And right. she's put two hands on my nose and pushed as hard as she could and oh. cracked her back in. Oh. You are kidding. Yeah. They still do yeah. it that way these days? Oh, yeah, I actually asked. Is this the right procedure? But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I wasn't too sure. Like, it, was a bit, it was a bit dodgy the way she went about it. But, oh, yeah. hey, Did you hear it click? Did you hear it? Oh, yeah. yeah you heard and, it. you know, the worst part about it was I was playing with my dog a couple of days after and its head butted me and I heard the same click. Oh, <laughs> oh Sonny. Oh. And it How would be... Uh, staff and Matt? Yeah, yeah. We've been great, mate. That, yeah, that's good, mate. I've been listening to you still, mate. Well, yeah, it's been good to hear your voices. Yeah, uh, I, I actually said to the guys, I felt bad because I carried on so much about my broken ankle and went on and on about it. And I was like, hang on, there's, a, there's, there's someone else who did the pretty bad injury and he did not yeah. get did not get the mentions that you deserved, poor oh, Sonny. thank you, mate. The limelight just wasn't shining over me. It's <laughs> 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 finally come back around. Yeah, and uh, how's your mum, buddy? Oh, she's doing well, mate. She's doing really well. I just wanted to do a shout-out to her if she's listening and, you know, tell her that she's a wonderful woman and she's my best friend. Oh, Sonny. Yeah. He's tough and soft. He is. He's yes. Now, Both worlds. Sonny, I'm waiting to <laughs> yeah. hear back on whether or not they'll okay it, but if we played again next year, if we could oh, convince the lawyers oh, and all of the management... Oh, you know I'm there, Matty. Yes. Yeah, you you know I'm there. Get that ankle strapped up, mate, because you'll need it. I'll put, I'll put a little uh, put a little butterfly clip on me nose just in case it's the same thing. <laughs> oh, mate, a pleasure. Yeah, Good to um, see you doing well. Nice to talk oh, to you this morning. Hey, uh, can I just do a quick shout-out to um, uh, Amy and Jamie? Sure. That's, uh, you know, they're listening. How you going, guys? And have a great day. Yeah. Yeah. You can do what you want, Sonny. You broke your nose for our ratings. So we owe you, mate. That's uh, right, mate. Good yeah. on you. And another shout-out to Courtesy Painting, mate. <laughs> Courtesy Painting. Yeah. Since you didn't give us a job, mate, that's where I'm at now. We're, oh, OK. We're around, we're around your neck of the woods in Oxley, mate. Oh, good. My house needs a lick of paint, so we'll uh, oh, come around. Organise it, mate. All right, good on you. There he is, Sonny. Thanks, uh, Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. A WhatsApp conversation that was posted to Twitter has gone viral and it's about a first date that took a turn. So this girl gets picked up by a guy. They'd never met each other before. It was legit a first date. Uh, They pull up to a place and the sign outside says crematorium. Okay. The first date was to the bloke's grandmother's funeral. That's necromantic. She thought they were running out of fuel. She thought this is this can't be right. We're not actually stopping here for a first date. He had also said to her, "Make sure you wear black." Yes, you are right. Yeah, he'd said. What, but, but the thing is, when you say to a girl, "Wear wear a little black dress," LBD, we all know that that's a nice night out. That's yeah. not a funeral. How are we going to a cocktail party? That's exactly no, right. Food, yeah. Fancy a, restaurant, a rooftop or... bar, a nice little. Well, that, you do not think crematorium or funeral oh, home. Not to mention, yeah. imagine, like, 
when he says wear something black, if it's a first date, she would have gone skimpy. Sexy. Oh yeah. my gosh. <laughs> Sexy yeah. looking. Nothing, yeah. all shoulder and yeah. cleavage. Yeah, a nice off the shoulder number. So so she didn't have the heart, or she probably just didn't know what to do. So she went to the grandmother's funeral service with him and he just said, look, I really needed someone to come with me to this thing and I knew that if I told you, you'd say no. So yeah. she had to sit through the funeral of someone she did not know with a bloke she didn't know. I wonder if she pretended to cry. Like... I think she might not even have needed to. She'd be like, this is my life. <laughs> yeah. This is what my life has become. She's got no emotional <laughs> attachment. She would have not, not known who the person is. No, huh? not at all. And you meet the entire family on the first date. Every, uh-huh. everyone. You know, if you think about it, once you get that part out of the way, mm. it's catered, mm. there's free drinks. It's a bit of a party. Plus, if it's an open casket, oh. at least if, if things progress, yeah. she would have met the grandmother. Oh, God. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, my grandma was really close to me. I wanted to make sure if you turn out to be the love of my life. At least, at least you got to meet Granny. Yeah. Can love blossom, though, from a funeral? Is that what you guys are suggesting because you're sickos? <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't you take your question and put it on us. <laughs> There'd be people, I reckon, because it's a heightened emotion. You know, and but as a first date, not as a first date. That's a that's a second date. date at best. She, I wonder if she went back. No, she didn't. She said no, she she it, she made him take her home after the service, oh. and that was not it. not even a pity hookup. Oh, hell no. So two things were buried that day: <laughs> <laughs> grandma and his love life. That's correct. I don't know. There would be. I mean, they would never say this at their wedding. But I, there's got to be one person listening right now who goes, yeah, it's weird, but I met my partner at a funeral. We have to thank Gran for kicking the bucket, <laughs> otherwise we would never have met. Well, it's true because you might meet a, a family friend who had never come along. Yeah, sure. You know? mm-hmm. um, I'm tossing up whether or not we open up the phones on this because there's a chance no one's going to ring. But if we just get one. You only need one. You only need one. And technically, we've doubled our chances because there would have to be two. Yes. Very true. Yes. (laughs) That is correct. Imagine if someone goes, I met my new love at my last Last partner's funeral. funeral. That's really narrowing it down there. That is like... How long do you have to wait? Do you reckon? What? what, uh, What? Me and my wife were talking about this the other day. She said like a year. I was like, a year? Well, how long do you think? That's not very long. I'm going to pick up at the wake. Oh. No, you can't. You cannot. Six weeks. Six, Hold she on, hasn't I just can... given birth. <laughs> yeah. It's not, it's it's not, not as a doctor's clearance. Yeah. <laughs> Six weeks? Yeah. Come on, mate. What? Six weeks. Is that... Would you be happy if you died? This is... And your wife gets your life insurance money and then six weeks later she swans some new young attractive guy into the house? I'm dead. I don't care what she does. No, you will be able to see from down there. You'll be able to see what's happening. <laughs> from down there. <laughs> exactly. At least I'll have company. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Do we have a listener? Is there anybody out there? Who met a lover at a funeral. <laughs> Would you say it out loud? Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Do we have a listener? Is there anybody out there? Who found love at a funeral. 
honestly, the questions we come up with. And we've got plenty of people who are keen. Your friends text you. Yes, guys. I just got a text through from a friend of mine who said, oh, my God, that is my sister's story to a T as to how she met her husband. So his wife passed away and he met the new the new love at his wife's funeral and asked her out three weeks after the wife passed away, after the funeral, essentially. Wow. So this girl and the dead lady were friends, obviously. Yes. They were knew they? each They knew each other. They yeah. knew the family. But three weeks later, he asked her out. And then they got married. Okay, my six weeks, it's, it's longer than that. That's not right. Six and a half? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you hero. <laughs> uh, hey, Struggle Leanne, for... on 13, 10, 60... I can't believe I'm doing this. Yeah, go for it. Um, well, I met my um, previous fiance at my great aunt's um, funeral. Right. Um, and um, it was um, definitely interesting. And the, all the family were like, they need to, they need to date. They need to go on a date. And um, I then uh, fast forward six years, called off my wedding the week I was supposed to send my invitations out. Oh. And to put another twist on that, yeah. that same week I met my husband. Oh. <laughs> at a funeral? No, the <laughs> week, at my best friend's engagement party. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Right. wow. Which I wouldn't have gone to if it hadn't been for her being my best friend, obviously. Yeah, right. You wow. don't attend um, engagement parties the week you call your wedding off. <laughs> Did it feel weird that you'd met him at the funeral, though? Um, no, because we didn't actually go on a date until a couple of weeks later. Yeah. But I, I do remember giving him lots of shit at the funeral. I thought he was a cocky little bastard, to be honest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us what you really feel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kylie in Griffin, is this your Hi. story as well? Yes, I... Um, it all started when I was 16. I wanted to go out, go out with this guy because we were best mates. And he said to me, no, no, we're not going out. We're just best mates. Right. So anyway, 30 years later, my girlfriend dies of a heart attack and she actually was going out with Dave. Now, I didn't know she was going out with Dave. So I got to the funeral, um, saw Dave and thought, oh, my God. Uh, three weeks later, he asked me out on a date and we just got married on the long weekend in October, on September, October. Wow, congratulations. The same and same story as Lisa's friend. Wow, yeah, nice. but we're actually the real Brady Bunch because I've got three boys and a girl and he's got two girls, so... Well, no, the real Brady Bunch would be three boys and three girls. That's all we've got. That's all we've got. His kids, though. Maddie, I sent, a, I sent a video to you guys. Um, that was me in the red dress dancing on the table to man, I feel like a woman at my wedding. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. I need to, I need to check this out. We'll get it up on Facebook. I sent I it to Brad because I was trying to win tickets to Shania Twain. Oh, right, okay. Brad's on after nine. But the, So the children, his children... Are yep. they the children of the deceased lady that you met? No. Oh, no, okay. No. Okay. No. Right. But, right. The, but, but the kids actually do go boy, girl, boy, girl, boy, girl, and they're all like grown adults now. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Wow. Interesting story. And we got one more. I don't think we get any calls on this, but Michelle in Aspley, you found love at a wedding, a funeral? I, I did too. Um, <laughs> it was the funeral director. <laughs> you fell in love Ooh. with the funeral director? Yeah. At the table organising my father's funeral. <laughs> You mean <laughs> Michelle? Oh. Was it love at first sight? Like, how um, does this happen? Oh, I wouldn't say love, lust at first sight. 
<laughs> lost a person. I think that's even stranger, Michelle. <laughs> right. And, if you knew my dad, you'd understand why. Right. He likes to organise things in weird and strange ways. So do you so think I he went... had a hand in it from Absolutely, the other world? No questions asked. When he passed away, I went up and uh, shopped, for, um, uh, shopped for crematoriums for him on my birthday. Yeah. That's what you do. Yeah. Um, then met the funeral director... Um, decided um, I was going to select the casket and him at the same time and um, and then found out that my father was buried upside down in the wrong plot. So, you know, it's just part and parcel of my life and what my father's like. It couldn't go easy. So your, your lover now buried no, your no, dad we... the wrong way. <laughs> I know. I know. At least, when, at least when you visit him, you've got somewhere to park your bike. Absolutely. Oh, look, it's beautiful because when you look up the hill, it looks like Dad's got actually an unmarked headstone, yeah, but, it, right. but the words are on the other side. So, hey, so it looks quite interesting. After he stuffed up your Dad's burial, did you? How long oh, did he you, didn't. How long did he you date didn't. for after that? We dated for 12 months. Yeah, and we're okay. still friends. And you know what? Yeah. You know, every cloud has a silver lining. And, you know, I get mate, mate's rates on caskets I was now, just going to so. say, I was like, do you, get a, do you get a friend discount from here on Absol- in? Absolutely, Until I do. death do you oh, pass? Gosh. Absolutely. Well, yep. I guess yep. if you're going out with an undertaker, your story's going to have a good plot. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle, <laughs> you're my favourite caller today. Yeah. Call any time. Oh, thank you. Bye. Thank you. Stab Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Here's the Candyman. Candyman. Sugar Candyman. Uh, this weekend, a wild, wild party. The Candyman Mansion opens up again and uh, the Candyman himself joins us. Hey, how are you? Yeah, good morning. Are you counting down for this party? Certainly am. Past years, you've had crocodiles in pools and helicopters and monkeys on leashes. Um, I hear that this year you're doing something online. Is it true you're going to be live streaming the party? Is that a good idea? I've had over 12,000 registrations Uh uh, wanting to um, come to the party and I can only pick 1,000. So the next best thing is to live stream to those that missed out um, so they can still see some live fun. Now, Travis, on hang that on, point, hang on. live fun. Yeah. <laughs> you sure it's got to be a password login then? If it's going to be the real deal, or is it going to have to be heavily censored? Uh, no, it won't be heavily censored. It'll be live, and uh, yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be rated M. Now, of course, you're a you're a married man, aren't you? Yes. And a lot yeah, of ten years. A well, lot of people struggle to understand your how you live this life of other women and girlfriends and a wife and partying. Has it ever been a point where your wife has said, I think I want to wrap this up? <laughs> no, I mean, that's, I met my wife at one of my parties in 2009. She was a hostess girl. Um, so she knew from day one what I was like and what I wanted to achieve with the brand. And, you know, it wasn't something I set out to do. I was married before that for 10 years. Mm. It's just evolved into this, this lifestyle. Um, my main girlfriend, I've been, and she's been living with us for three years, and then there's other girls. Um, so, yeah, it's just evolved. It's just the way it is. I've got four kids. I manage being a good father uh, for the kids, and then also, you know, with my girlfriends and uh, wife, but I also run a business and uh, manage the brand as well. So, yeah, it's just the way it is. So, what about at Christmas time? Do you, like, do you meet the in laws of all the, like, the parents of all the girlfriends as well? And the funny story is, um, 
my main girlfriend, Nisha, her family was a little bit, uh, you know, concerned at the beginning. So I invited them up, even her grandmother. They spent a couple of days here, and by the end of it, the grandmother was sitting on my lap taking a selfie to show all her friends back home. <laughs> I mean, imagine that at bingo. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Travis, there's rumours going that you might be doing your own reality TV show. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of rooms like that, but um, that's something that will um, come out in due course. That sounds positive. I mean, that'd be good that'd watching. Be I'd watch it. I'd watch it too. Yeah. I think uh, I think you've got two viewers there at least, and then all, <laughs> all, all the people live streaming your party on Saturday night. I think you, you've got a winner there. Yeah, I think um, it's what the question you asked before. Is it like, how do you manage, you know, having the wife and the girlfriends and all that? Yeah. I think that's probably the most intriguing part that people want to try to understand or see how it works. Are there celebrities coming to this party on Saturday that have asked to remain anonymous? Will there be a section for the... No, no celebrities as such. There's a lot coming from Love Island, Married at First Sight, Bachelor and all that. The ones that just want to stay a little quiet are probably the barristers, lawyers, Mm -hmm. doctors. Yeah. What's what's Sunday like? Oh, rough, I bet. (laughs) Uh, no, I, I get. I usually get a couple of hours sleep, and then I get up and I start um, helping uh, the cleanup. You help with the cleanup. Good for you. Yeah. Fifteen cleaners working through the party on the day and night, yeah. and then they come back the next day at seven o'clock, and um, and off we go and we start cleaning. As you can imagine, it's um, it's a big party to clean up, but yeah. it's well worth it. And it's you know, you know, Sunday is an enjoyable day for me because it's a, a day of reflection, and you know, for me, it's all about giving people. The, the experience of their life. I'm collecting all the cans for the 10 cent refund oh, scheme yeah, at the you moment. Can, make a can I swing by and pick them up? <laughs> you certainly can. Just wait out the front in a long line. He'll be the 16th cleaner. <laughs> Candyman got me this merc from his party. Look how rich I am. Uh, you sold well, it on eBay, mate. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. They'd be even worth even more. Uh, well, buddy, thank you so much for coming on. If people want more information about uh, your stores plus uh, your store, and what's happening with this party, Free Choice Australia. All the information is at freechoicestores.com.au. Candyman, always a pleasure, mate. Nice to talk to you. Yeah, and Stav, how are you going with the um, the vape that I gave you? Oh, I've got it right next to me here, look. Oh, look. <laughs> now, this, this type of party is one that you can't, you can't explain. You have to experience for yourself. Yes. And yeah. I've got two, ticket, two tickets left. I want to offer them to you and um, a guest of your choice to come and experience. Stabby boy. (laughs) What's the time? When when is it? It starts at 12 p.m. on Saturday. And goes till? Um, 7 a.m. Sunday. 4 in the morning. (laughs) Yeah, right. Okay, uh, let me let me have my people talk to your people, and I'll see if I can. And make this it is down. the second time Candyman's <laughs> offered you tickets to go along uh, to this, right? And yes. you, because you, I said there's no way my wife would let me go, Candyman. So I'm it's def- research and development. It, it is. Yeah. It's right. Yeah. So and you, you swore that your wife would let you go. My why wife you, would let me go. Why don't you take Cat? Uh, she's uh, got her own show. She's doing the Love Hurts on the uh, Saturday night, so okay. she can't go. What about well, Rory? I'm in disguise. Yeah, <laughs> I don't need to go. I'll, I'll talk to her, but yes, I will take the tickets and I'll see. I'll, I'll see you there on Saturday if, if I can make it. Listen out there. He's so nervous, Candyman. Wow. Good on you, buddy. Nice to chat. Thanks, man. Stav, Abby, and Matt on Hit One Hundred and Five. The show today, as we look back and reflect, something different. We're running late. That's what we do.
It's what we do. <laughs> Technically, we're on top. Oh, we are now. <laughs> right. Um, to all the people who dine at Hane Sushi at Eaton's Hill, I'm going to apologise. <laughs> oh. I'm going to apologise for something that happened. Last night, we went out as a family to Sushi Train. It's not called Sushi Train. It's called Hane Sushi. And to celebrate Maxie's kindergarten graduation. We had 14 plates between the four of us. That was grand. But then out of the corner of my eye at the last minute, I saw Maxie take his chopsticks and he was fiddling with something. And before I could stop him, he put his chopsticks back into the paper packet that the chopsticks come in and he placed them back into the main chopstick <laughs> oh, every, that's holder. That's fine. Everyone knows and you're I running the gauntlet. Know, I didn't know Everyone which ones knows. they were because he'd uh, done it so well, so I left them. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows you run the gauntlet. Even cutlery, you don't know if they've cleaned oh, cutlery properly. Well, like, I mean, I'm, I'm sure someone will figure out because it's been open and tampered with, but sure. thanks, but no thanks, Maxie. Exit fees. Uh. Mm. They're not necessary. No. It's the same as like a breakup, you know? When you break up with someone and they say, well, I'm keeping the fridge. <laughs> well, I'm keeping the microwave. <laughs> I need the washing machine. No, I need the washing machine. <laughs> you really got one. <laughs> Where did you leave? I'm trying to leave my phone company. Oh. You know? Oh. They're like, no, that's fine. You can leave any time. Just costs you 12 months worth of payments. But you're free to go. Well, clearly not. It's like saying to someone, you're free to go, but I'm going to shoot you when you walk out the door. Thanks. <laughs> but no thanks. People who abuse their position for their own needs and purposes. It's good, this. isn't it? <laughs> no, it's not good, Matty. It's not good. It's unethical. It's unethical and it's poor behaviour. But if you would like a free double pass to go see my wife's fantastic <laughs> show, Love Hurts on at the Powerhouse this Saturday night, just call 131060 now and get your tickets. Or buy them as or, well. If you miss that on the freebies, you've got to go buy them. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great show. It is a great show. You can win uh, valuable prizes that will yeah. make you go, ooh. And a whole bunch of sex toys at our house. <laughs> we got it. Yeah. Thank God the kids it's, have started school. It's not a euphemism if you spell it out afterwards. Some of them, I don't even know like, what they do, Manny. Here, I'm going to give you a clue. The answer is red. <laughs> Thanks, but no thank Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. God, I hate being dumb. No, actually, I like being dumb. Dumb people generally don't know they're dumb. That's why they're happy. That's exactly right. Smart people know too much. Yeah, and that know? makes them depressed. It's a horrible, it's a burden I bear. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh. Nothing. Would you say I'm not intelligent? He asked you a question, Liz. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, think, I think comedians are intelligent. Do you want to hear my favourite knock-knock joke? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to, like, raise you up. No, no, it's a good yeah. one. I was it's trying one. No, no, so no. bloody hard yeah, well, no, to it's raise good. you up. This, this is my favourite knock-knock joke. All right, okay. go. Okay, ready, you start. What? I'm so... I don't even know. What What do I do? Start the joke. I don't know how to start it. You don't know how to start a knock-knock joke. 
I don't. You say knock knock. No, uh, is that is that how it starts? Yes. Oh. Yeah, there's obviously something. <laughs> yes. Right. Knock start. knock. Who's there? <laughs> is that it? Um. Yeah. His tickets don't sell very well. <laughs> Not on the knock knock tour anyway. No, no, the knock Your knock other tour, tour, the knock knock tour wasn't a sellout. <laughs> you must admit. There's people like me in the audience. I like that joke. No, it's a good joke. But I'm just saying the knock knock tour. Yeah. Not that popular. No. Well, no. <laughs> just no. In, in retrospect, I should have had the door open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one showed up. <laughs> Hey, there we go. That's the podcast. Thank you for your company. We love you. Bye. Bye, guys. Toodaloo. On Hit 105.